Medical information obtained from our website or on the live show is not intended to be a substitute for professional care. If you have, or you suspect you might, have an illness or other medical condition, you should consult a health care provider. The opinions expressed on this radio program are not necessarily those of the sports doctor, this radio show, or their sponsors. Hey, everybody. Welcome live from Chicago. It's the Sports Doctor. I'm Dr. Bob Wild, sports podiatrist. All things sports, medicine, fitness, and wellness brought to you by Lower Extremity Review and MVP Parent Magazines, Global Schoolwear, school uniforms by Tommy Hilfiger, and UK Health Radio. Quick shout-out, Bruce Merrin, CelebritySpeakers.com. Excited to be part of that group. His first sports people in the world of PR were Jackie Robinson and Muhammad Ali. I don't want to date the guy. we got a great doubleheader today. Dr. Matt Barkoff, he's a podiatric physician and surgeon in New York, and he's returning, along with Dr. D.T. Forster. He's a pain and stress management consultant, physical medicine doc, the author of the uh, stress book, then some Bob Guide of Wisdom, your emails. Dr. Matt Barkoff, welcome back to the Sports Doctor. Thank you so much for having me back. You know, i got to mention, everybody, Dr. Matt and I, we teamed up. He helped me out with a couple of extreme great athletes uh, with the, their orthotic therapy. Uh, one is 74-year-old sprinting champion, uh, Noah Perlis. And the other is a nine-year-old, one of the top figure skaters in the country. I call her magic Bella Rose. So uh, Matt really helped out uh, for the, some East Coast action. Matt, give us a little bit of background on you and your practice. So we've been in practice, I don't want to date myself, for close to 30 years. Um, it's myself. We're at 250 West 90th Street in New York City. And we also have an office in Long Island, uh, Levittown, Long Island. And Dr. Christopher Ferguson and myself, Dr. Matthew Barkoff, are partners, and we have a wonderful associate, Dr. Vinat Charles, who works in our city location. And we um, do all types of sports medicine and lump and bump podiatry, as I like to say, and helping you out was a pleasure. Those are two wonderful people besides wonderful athletes, and getting the cast on and making them happy and making sports doctor Bob Happy was a pleasure for us. Hey, listen, you know, the sports doctor, we're always looking for the next gold medalist. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, the, uh, what are some of the typical foot problems that you see in active people, uh, their children? What are some of the things that uh, you see uh, commonly? As far as the kids, we've been seeing a lot of calcaneal apophysitis, which is swelling around the heel where the Achilles inserts into kids that are going through growth spurts. It's been a very common malady I've been seeing lately. One thing we've been doing, besides custom orthotics, we've been very happy using a Class 4 Remy laser, which calms down inflammation and pain. And yeah, that's one of the largest the growth centers in the foot. And uh, the 95% of heel problems we see is involved with this inflammation of the growth center which might start off because the kid was jumping up and down 20 times a day 
and then might get aggravated by the uh, particular uh, foot mechanics uh, where we would see. So it's always amazed me, Dr. Matt. I'll I'll talk to you. I'll I'll call you Dr. Matt like Dr. Bob here. It's always amazed me is the sports of soccer where the people put these kids in cleats with the cleats right under the the growth center uh, at all ages. I've been trying to change that for 40 years, but I'm still trying. (laughs) And it's amazing the amount of kids now, perhaps because of the pandemic, there was less, but but there's been a big run on kids and and the cleats that they're in. Um, It's just not flexible enough or stable enough, not enough room. And some of those spikes are right under the heel, causing a lot of... Yeah, I tell parents all the time to, to get a multi-nub shoe that doesn't have clusters. There are growth centers under the ball of the foot uh, also. Uh, so sometimes we'll see whether it's baseball spikes. You take a look and see where... Or it's the soccer spikes. Uh, we, we've got these uh, uh, clusters right underneath these growth centers, sometimes uh, uh, causing... Uh, all sorts of uh, problems. You have your share of weekend warriors also, don't you? Uh, the amount of plantar fasciitis, which is um, a pull on the plantar fascia, which goes into the heel bone. We've been seeing so much of that, especially in the summer. People are getting on their flip-flops, and there's not enough stability. So a lot of weekend warriors with the plantar fasciitis, and people have put on some weight from the uh, stay-at-home on their couch with COVID, so we've been treating a ton of plantar fasciitis. I often say you know, that we could just be... be... Yes, continues to be probably the most common thing we see over the years is that arch and heel, you know, that plantar fascia is that big fibrous band that covers the bottom of the foot uh, right underneath the skin, and every time you push off and every time you land, you are stretching, straining uh, the fascia, and a lot of times we'll see especially with people who overdo it uh, or where we're dealing with people who are just uh, playing sports at a serious level. Uh, it's something that's, you know, very, very uh, common to see. Everybody listening to the sports doctor. I'm Dr. Bob Wild, sports podiatrist. Go to my website, sportsdoctorradio.com. If you go over to radio shows, you go back years. Uh, international, national, local guests of all types, all areas of sports medicine, fitness, and wellness, nutrition, training, sports psychology, listen to whatever you'd like. If you go over to newspaper articles and magazines, you'll see an array of articles we've been proud to be part of. Lower Extremity Review Magazine is celebrating the 15th anniversary and the very exciting new quarterly MVP parent. We have thousands of followers. I can't tell you how many guests I get from Twitter and, and LinkedIn, uh, at Sports Doc, D-O-C Radio, uh, if you want to catch us on, on Twitter. We're talking podiatry. We're talking with one of my East Coast colleagues, Dr. Matt Barkoff. Um, what are some of the surgical uh, problems uh, that uh, you deal with, Dr. Matt? Well, we do a decent amount of bunions, which is when the foot the angle of the first metatarsal, the big toe joint, becomes enlarged. We try conservative care. We try custom orthotics because by supporting the foot, you can often slow down that bunion deformity. But in rare instances, when it just gets overgrown and painful, we do a decent amount of bunion surgeries that require often 
surgery is done in the hospital setting, outpatient. You know, what's interesting, Dr. Matt, is you mentioned a big, big point because people used to ask over the years, gee, do I inherit bunions? And we'd say you don't inherit the bunion. It develops because of the foot mechanics and the foot type that you often have um, inherited. We would see bunion surgery in a 75-year-old grandma, her 46-year-old daughter, and her 25-year-old daughter. And when we interceded early, even in adolescence or earlier with orthotics, we found that uh, many of the times we could slow these kinds of uh, problems down. You, know, you mentioned that trial of, of conservative care, and I, I still think that's the pearl that uh, we, we don't pay enough attention to you know, trying to slow down some of these dislocations of the joints. Uh, of course, hamatose surgery is very common in podiatry, isn't it? Yeah, very common. And again, I couldn't agree with you more. For hamatos and bunions, a well-made custom orthotic in a proper sneaker and shoe will slow it down and oftentimes make it not necessary. In those cases where the hamatos are causing infections or severe pain, that's another very common procedure that's done by many podiatrists here in New York. We do a decent amount. Again, we like to do it in office unless it's a simple kind of exostectomy, removing a small piece of bone. And in the office, we do wart surgery. We do ingrown toenails. Often in sports, you get a lot of kids or adults, the shoes are rubbing against the inside of the big toe. They develop ingrown toenails. They try to do bathroom surgery and they end up with ingrown toenails. That's something we do in the office, Dr. Bob. What's the, uh, the, the site that people could find out more about your practice? Where do they, where do they uh, catch you? www.betterfootcareny.com or you could just type the name, my name in, Matthew Barkoff or Dr. Christopher Ferguson and our website will pop right up for you. But it's www.betterfootcareny.com Sorry. Go ahead. www.betterfootcareny.com. You know, it's also interesting, Matt, with the explosion of, you know, I've been talking on the sports doctor about childhood obesity, probably 25 years, give or take a few weeks. We still talk so much about obesity and the problems, the stresses on the feet, low extremities, the explosion of diabetes over the years. Wound care um, and, and prevention as much as possible, diabetic uh, concerns, become a big deal in podiatry, hasn't it? Oh, it, one of the podiatrists that I, I read often, he says diabetes should be treated like cancer, especially when people get wounds, because diabetic foot wounds, if not treated appropriately, and if the patients don't become your partner, Many of these people don't do well, so they've got to take it as seriously as a cancer diagnosis, and they can with proper diet, proper exercise. It's reversible in so many cases, Dr. Bob. You know, such a pandemic epidemic that they had to change the name from adult-onset diabetes to type 2 because we were seeing so many kids who already were becoming diabetic. Again, the nutrition, the lack of exercise. All of that goes into sometimes a lifetime of uh, misery. One of my colleagues, Dr. Larry Rubin, his organization, WEEP, Lower Extremity 
amputation prevention and the, the fact that podiatry many times is the first medicine to see potential diabetics because of the symptoms on the feet. You know, gee, my feet are numb. Gee, I got burning pain, et cetera. Uh, and, of course, if anybody's diabetic, they should have on their team routine podiatry work without exception. Wouldn't you say, Dr. Matt? Oh, 100%. And people, they diminish what we call routine foot care. I don't like to call it that. We call it at-risk foot care because simply taking care of the nails properly and the calluses properly, getting people into diabetic shoe gear and going over foot inspections is so important to prevent what becomes a nightmare of infection, ulceration, and amputation. And having a podiatrist on the team is very common much more common than people realize. And again, you mentioned that magic word prevention, where if pressure is redistributed from areas that are really getting so much abuse, like a callus that continues to break down, someone doesn't really feel it. By the time they feel it, they might have an infection or a wound that starts in. Uh, and then uh, uh, Dr. Rubin talking many times about the teamwork of uh, various physicians plastic surgeons, vascular physicians, podiatry, orthopedists, all being part of the team to try to stay out of trouble uh, with this nightmare of consequences uh, when we're dealing um, in, in that uh, particular case. You know, the, the value of orthotics in so many parts of the body, uh, over the years, half the girls I see in sports have knee trouble. And orthotics sure. are magic for them. Talk a little bit about uh, the uh, uh, use of orthotics that you see and in some of the um, uh, young uh, athletes, regardless of their sports. Well, from the young diabetic to make sure that if there is a callus, that you're offloading that area so it doesn't become an ulcer. From the sports, the kids that are in sports using cleats that are inappropriate or don't have the support, the basketball sneakers where they're getting ankle injuries, custom orthotics are such an important part of sports, of diabetes, and the podiatrist that has that biomechanical training is such an important part of that medical team. You know, alignment is a word I use a lot over the years. I still continue to use it. Besides singing the song that the foot bones connected to the ankle bones, connected to the backbone, to the point that I, I, I mentioned, any persistent or recurrent lower extremity problem, your back, your hips, your knees, shins, ankles are foot-related. Oh, it's amazing. Uh, that that's really one of the big areas. And I, I'm a huge proponent, I know you are also, of strengthening the feet and ankles. I don't care what the kid's sport is, what his level is, what her age is. We want them to strengthen the feet and ankles, work on balance exercises, and then pay big attention again um, to the um, foot mechanics. I'm sure you see your share of shin splints in some of these young runners. Oh, unbelievable. And like you say... The strengthening is so important. Someone with back pain, what do they do? They strengthen the core. Same with stretching and strengthening the lower extremity with ankle pain, with shin splints. Shin splints, I make orthotics. It's amazing, Dr. Bob, how many people then say, 
hey, my back pain is resolving. So, like you say, it's all connected from the neck to the back to the pelvis to the knees. Custom orthotics play such an intricate role in the athlete and the weekend warrior and the diabetic. And, again, yes. treating obesity is or so important. Or the senior, senior. You know, one of the biggest oh, challenges sure. today, Dr. Matt, in physical therapy is preventing falls. And many times we'll see that being in the proper shoe, being in optimum alignment is one of our biggest weapons besides strengthening of all of these areas. So uh, quite often we see uh, that these things are left out when it uh, comes, you know, to the uh, uh, role of the foot and the rest of the body. Uh, It's really all about those uh, proper alignment thinking of a foundation of a building, and it's very, very common to have that off. Give me quickly again the website, Matt, they can find you. We're New West Podiatry. It's www.betterfootcarenny.com. New West Podiatry. Thank you so much, Dr. Dr. Bob. Dr. Matt Barkoff, I knew we'd run out of time. Hold on. We'll be right back, everybody. Sports Doctor, hold on. Hey everybody, it's Dr. Bob Weil, a sports doctor. I'm excited to announce the release of my new book, co-written with Sharky Zartman, hashtag Hey Sports Parents, an essential guide for any parent with a child in sports. You know, Sharky is a former Hall of Fame volleyball player. She's the mom of two daughters who became Division I volleyball players. Together we have over 70 years of combined youth sports experience. Goal of the book? Give you the essential tools and guidance to make your experience as a sports parent the best it could be. Hashtag Hey Sports Parents is divided into four sections. The first section, Sports Parenting 101. Sharky talks everything about uh, parenting, about coaching, that whole uh, interaction between parents and coaches, coaching your own kid. Uh, what's the, what are the things to really pay attention to? The second section is the Sports Doctors In, yours truly. Uh, my discussion of injury prevention and treatment, choosing the best shoes, youth sports and drugs, essential exercises, the dilemma of youth football, orthotics. Third section, uh, experts speak out. We bring together eight different experts in nutrition and sports performance and mental training in all aspects of coaching in that section. The last section is the parents' perspective, some insights from about a half a dozen parents of athletes. So everyone, hey, get out your megaphone, spread the word. Now available on Amazon. Order now. You'll be more confident. So will your young athlete. Hashtag, hey, sports parents. everybody, Dr. Bob here. LER, Lower Extremity Review Magazine, is celebrating their 10th anniversary. It's been a decade of providing key uh, clinical and practical information about concerns, conditions, and treatment solutions for the lower extremity, both sports and non-sports alike. 
LER is the only multidisciplinary publication for doctors of all specialties, educators, therapists, and trainers. They inform practitioners on current developments in the diagnosis, treatment, and prevention of lower extremity injuries. LER prides itself on editorial integrity and evidence-based content. Their tagline, collaborative care for better outcomes, says it all. Hey, colleagues, go to lermagazine.com. Hey, everybody. MVP Parent Magazine is special. Evidence-based topics on all areas of youth sports. Rich Dubin, a sports dad himself, takes his three decades of publishing. He just celebrated the 12th anniversary of the acclaimed LER Lower Extremity Review magazine, one of sports doctors' key supporters, and he pours it into MVP Parent. Factual evidence-based info on such key topics like physical and mental training, nutrition, injury awareness, treatment, recovery, and prevention. I am proud to be a contributor to MVP Parent with the Sports Doctor is In article in each issue. Go to MVPParent.com. MVPParent.com. everybody we're back live from chicago it's the sports doctor i'm dr bob wild sports podiatrist I want to welcome in dr foster he's a physical medicine specialist pain management stress management consultant he is a speaker and author of the stress book uh dr foster welcome to the sports doctor good afternoon dr bob it's indeed a pleasure to be on with you are you having a wonderful day so far, so good. Great first guest. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to uh, speaking with you. Again, I know you're a physiatrist, physical medicine, and physiatry is one of my favorite specialties. The MD who's specializing in, in, in physical medicine, give us some background on yourself and your practice. Okay, so I am a board-certified physician in uh, physical medicine and rehabilitation, as well as our pain uh, medicine. And what that means, I see um, a large number of patients who have some sort of limitations in function, whether to pain, to neurological disorder, or any sort of um, injury that would limit or create an impairment or limitation in their function. So that's essentially, in part, what I do. So some of that limitations in function or pain may, may result in uh, them having significant pain, having significant uh, mobility issues, anything that limits their function, that's in part what uh, physical uh, medicine rehabilitation involves. The pain management aspect of it is you could consider it a subspecialty of uh, pain management as well as other specialties as well. Um, oh, yeah, so regenerative, regenerative medicine has become a big, big deal over these past X amount of years, and we've been dealing with many specialists in that area, of uh, as well as pain management, you know, starting with the nightmare of the whole opioid pain management uh, craziness uh, that we've seen over the past few decades, uh, to, again, the regenerative medicine, stem cells, a lot of these different things that are done. All, by the way, Dr. Forster, are related to what I talk a lot about on The Sports Doctor. I call it the mental game, that right. whole mental side of coming back from injury or dealing with injury, dealing with diagnosis, et cetera, 
and that whole point of the importance of stress. And this is an area that's a specialty of yours, isn't it? It is. It is. Uh, regenerative medicine is a big part of um, pain management and recovery of um, so many uh, people that suffered partly in sports-related injury. And, of course, stress management is something that I do a lot of and is a part of a written um, a current book that is out. It's called A Stress Book, 40 Plus Ways to Manage Stress and Enjoy Your Life. And that encompasses a very um, large aspect of uh, stress management and prevention. It's considered to be one of the most comprehensive books. It's won about 17 literary awards, so it's a book that has... Um, uh, been finding a lot of good or doing a lot of good for a lot of people. So we're very excited about that. I think uh, it's become, especially with the, you know, it's interesting, Dr. Forster, no matter where my guests are from around the world, no matter what their specialty or vocation is, especially with the pandemic over the past two, three years, mental health has been the topic uh, on top of almost everything else and whatever aspect you want to look at it. Uh, you know, one of my constant uh, guests, Dr. Rob Andrews, uh, mental training, working with mm-hmm. the Olympic teams, and one of his specialties is dealing mentally with coming back from injury and that mm-hmm. whole stress. So uh, and- this has become something that really has, uh, knock on wood, become much, much more mainstream, hasn't it? The whole idea of... Um, paying attention, like you say, uh, where you can use stress to lower stress, right? Right, yeah. There's so much that we've all gone through um, within this pandemic. And, you know, before that, just life itself, for so many of us, so many people, life in of itself is, is full of stress because stress, of course, is a normal existence for everybody. Everyone experiences stress. Now, when we had the pandemic to that, uh, to the degree which it has impacted so many of us, we could see the challenges it has posed and the impact it has had on so many. And it's it's no doubt that so many people are are having challenging challenges dealing with with stress. You know, and in the book, I've created a a new acronym which has never really been in existence before. It's called stress. And the acronym stress to deal with stress, and people said, "Well, what is that?" Well, it allows what that does. It's allowed the, us, Dr. Bob, to take stress and use it to manage stress. By that, I mean, what is the first letter in stress? Stress is so that involves you identifying the stress factors. So that's where S comes in. You identify the stress factors. The second thing is T, or the second letter is T. And T here is the time factor. That means how much time do you have to resolve the issues that is causing the problem? And then HAR is the next letter of interest. And what HAR represents is how, what is causing you, or what is the reason why you're stressed? Are you stressed for a specific reason? Because a lot of time we could be um, experiencing stress, but we don't know why we're stressed. And because we don't know why we're stressed, we do not know the impact or potential impact that the level of stress we're experiencing might have on us. And then the letter E in stress, uh, that represents an emergency, or what are the emergent needs in terms of these factors? In other words, what are the other priority, these factors that are impacting us? Um, what order should they be placed in? Some factors are more important than others. 
Where do we put each of them? That's where that comes in. And then S is, um, the two S's in stress, the last two, and one is what are the uh, support do we have to resolve some of these issues? What are the source that we have? So we're looking at stress, uh, S, S, those two S, support, and and um, what are the source to resolve these? And once we look at stress in that way, using that acronym, we could better able to streamline stress, better put it in a way that we could say, okay, what are the factors? What are the time it takes? What are the um, reason why we're stressed? Why, what, what are the priorities or the order of stress, the emergency that these stress needs are putting? And what are the support we have to resolve them? And what are the, um, what are the support and what are the, the, the source we have to resolve these stress? And once we look at these in, in that respect, then we find a way to resolve stress that is um, not necessarily unique, but different. Well, one of the things we talk about a lot on sports, Dr. Dr. Foster, is the importance of rest and recovery. Uh, whether we're dealing with youngsters who are playing serious travel sports and it's such a big deal getting time off and getting away from all of these overuse injuries, or it happens to be very, very serious athletes, again, who are overcoming injury or, or always dealing with some discomfort and the fact that a lot of rest and recovery uh, ends up being involved with being able to uh, reduce some of that stress, whether it's sleeping better, whether it's making time, like you said, in order to pay attention. Because, uh, for instance, athletes and, and sports medicine can train and by paying attention, but first they have to be aware of uh, what you're talking about. True. Yeah, exactly. They have to be aware because the body, you know, will, in some aspect, depending on the level of injury, heals itself. But we still need that level of recovery. We still need that time to, um, you know, regenerate some of the, um, the 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 cells that have been destroyed or the injury that has been uh, that have caused us to be out of uh, commission. So. If you are injured, then you definitely need that time to recovery, whether it's sleep, whether it's just getting off your, your feet or getting taking pressure of the area of the, that part of your body that's been affected. So rest and recovery is an important part of um, you know, moving forward and being able to say, you know what, I'm going to reduce my level of stress. But it comes with... Time. It comes with patience, and you have to have a certain level of um, commitment and a level of mental toughness to go through that because a lot of athletes, sometimes when they're going through this, they want to compete. They want to be out there and be performing. Um, but at the same time, they have to realize that, you know what, I'm not in a position to do that because if they do, they're going to um, result in um, getting more seriously injured. So they have to take that time off from whatever it is they're doing, whatever they that have caused the injury, and get well, because without that, they're really compounding the problem that they're experiencing. Well, sometimes, you know, the, the pressure, Doc, is really, really on to these serious athletes. It's been the whole crazy Absolutely. world, again, of pain medicine. Absolutely. Doctor, can you get yeah. me better yesterday? Don't you understand? i got to make the team. Uh, exactly. i got a competition. My son and daughter is competing next week. She needs two Advil twice a day. Her ankles are killing her. Uh, uh -huh. The chapter in my book, Hashtag Hey Sports Parents, which is called Youth Sports and Drugs, 
Where can people find out more information uh, about the, the book or your website, Doc? Okay. My, my website is the same as my name. Um, it's dterrencefoster.com, and that's the letter D. Terrence is T-E-R-R-E-N-C-E, Foster, F-O-S-T-R.com. That's, um, that will take you to my website. If you get to my website, you'll see just everything about uh, me related to the book and other issues. Um, in fact, you mentioned the opioid epidemic. I've written a best-selling book on that as well. Um, so, and all the books, all the books. Yeah, the opioid epidemic ain't over. You know, there's hundred thousand deaths, uh, and that's one of the things I want to ask you about. In the world of pain mm-hmm. management, the reliance over the years, so much on all sorts of different drugs. Um, how has the pain management field, the physicians, dealt with um, having to get replacements or the uh, value you put on drugs in, in the world of physiatry? What are some of your insights with that? Well, I think one of it is it's a very complex issue because we have... You know what, Dr. Who... Foster, I'm going to... We're going, to, uh, uh, we're going to come back and talk about this very topic. So I don't want to cut you off uh, before while we started. So hold on, everybody. It's the Sports Doctor. We're going to be right back. Dr. Foster, pain management. It's the Sports Doctor. Hey, it's Dr. Bob. School uniforms by Tommy Hilfiger is setting a new standard within the school uniform market. More schools are understanding the value that uniforms provide, school pride and identification being one of them. Another is a well-recognized reduction of student pressure to keep up with classmates in the real world of what to wear each day to school. School Uniforms by Tommy Hilfiger provides amazing quality and value to its partner schools and families. It is truly the first brand in this market that students are excited about wearing. Go to the website globalschoolwear.com, globalschoolwear.com. If you live in or near Aurora, Illinois, and you're into sports, fitness at any level, or your son and daughter is, you cannot forget about your feet. Your feet affect everywhere else. There are complex motions that come into play, especially in sports. Your ankles, knees, hips, and back all are affected with your foot mechanics. Uh, come visit the office, uh, Dr. Bob, uh, and get evaluated. Uh, check what shoes are best for you. I offer prescription orthotics, which is usually one of the major tools for treatment and prevention of foot-related ankle and leg problems. Also, enhancing performance. Step or two quicker. Call 630-898-3505 or go to sportsdoctorradio.com. Everybody, we're back. It's the Sports Doctor. I'm Dr. Bob Wild, sports podiatrist. We are talking with D. Terrence Foster. He's a physical medicine specialist. Uh, anti-stress is an area he's paying big attention to in his book, uh, The Stress Book. And we were talking uh, about uh, some of the uh, uh, nightmare and craziness and overdoses with the opioids and the whole pain uh, medicine world over the past couple of decades. And I wanted to get some of your feedback on how you guys have um, managed uh, this kind of craziness 
and uh, uh, the fact that there definitely is, is necessity of pain medicine, and how you've uh, worked through that challenge. Right. Yeah, Dr. Bobby, you know, that's such an important question. And what has happened over the last, um, during the pandemic, actually, is that we've seen an almost an exponential increase in the level of use of opioids and, in, and, a, and a corresponding increase in the number of, of deaths, opioid deaths related to uh, opioid uh, overdose. And that is, in part, significantly related to the pandemic because, you know, people are not being managed properly there in terms of their use of opioids. And they get, uh, in a lot of cases, they're getting prescription uh, by telemed. Um, so now they have almost a freedom to use more of the narcotic. Plus, they're home alone, they're, they're more stressed, they're more depressed, anxiety level is at an all-time high. So therefore, they're using more drugs, um, opioids, plus in combination with other Illicit drugs what are and some of the new weapons? Uh, what are some of the new weapons? I know my colleagues in physiatry, you know, big attention again to exercise, big attention to physical therapy, big attention to posture and alignment. Uh, what are some of the, and again, the stress factor is huge. Those are, are really, really important. Those things are the, 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 the fundamentals of it. You have to exercise therapy, but also management in terms of, you know, Monitoring uh, patient is a very, very important part of it, and actually making sure that they're compliant to what you're doing, to the treatment you're offering, because if patients are free to do whatever they want, which, you know, and this, unfortunately, Dr. Brothers, you know, a lot of times it's a few patients that makes it really bad for the rest of the patient. But these patients need to be monitored and monitored closely. If they're monitored closely, then um, other things such as interventional pain management comes into play. So that it's um, exercise, therapy, different type of therapy, whether it's physical therapy, occupational therapy, biofeedback, all these things are important. But also certain therapies such as or certain treatments such as interventional pain management, whether it be epidural, uh, regenerative medicine, um, you know, uh, viscous supplementation, all these have to be a part of the regimen. And there's some patients who will not or uh, do not wish to take part of this. But most patients who want to get better, who see the option that there's a chance that they could be on less opioids, then those patients tend to do very well or they do better because they're not there at the clinic, the various clinics, searching or seeking um, opioids. They're there because they do have legitimate uh, pain or legitimate needs and oh, yeah, it's, almost gone, in, it's almost gone in the other direction where patients could not get any opioid pain medicine because the medical profession was scared to death with this whole nightmare with all of these overdoses where it went from overuse and crazy extreme to sometimes very, very much um, limitation. Um, what's your, your thinking of the world of stem cells and regenerative medicine and pain management? I, I think that's a, that is a very, very important aspect with it. The challenge with that is that stem cell regenerative medicine is a very expensive option for most patients. And very often the patient that needs um, these, um, these treatment or benefits from them cannot afford it. And the medical, and they're usually, um, from what my experience and what I've seen is that some of these patients don't even have insurance. And they're the ones who are likely to go out and try um, experimental drug, try to be um, try to get drugs from the street. doesn't mean that if you're wealthy, you don't do that. 
But of course, there seem to be a higher percentage of patients who are probably impoverished or you know uh, tend to um, head in this direction. So um, even though regenerative medicine is there as a very viable and very great option, it's not available to most people. So they end up yeah, it's um, not covered really by uh, like you said, very expensive. And I don't I don't think there's any any insurance coverage which makes it right. uh, almost you know prohibitive. So when you're dealing with people who, who are in pain, even who have chronic, long-term kinds of challenges, again, the mental game becomes such a big deal. Um, uh, uh, do you include meditation, those kinds of recommendations, <laughs> as part of the anti-stress those, strategies? Oh, absolutely. Those things are included. But another challenge with that, unfortunately, is that those things are covered but to a very small degree. I mean, we need more... Um, behavioral and mental um, mental uh, providers um, out there to be dealing with this. And very often, um, you see, you and I know, Dr. Bob, that if somebody walks into into office and they, they're bleeding from their arm, you could see that. But if they're walking and they're smiling and they look happy, they may be one of the most significantly impaired mental persons. But that is not always obvious. And because it's not always obvious, uh, uh, what we see is that mental illness is not often given the the um, amount of expenditure that it needs and the amount of um, finance that it needs to make sure that patients who need mental health are well taken care of. And a lot of times they just don't get the appropriate care uh, because there's not enough money that is put into mental health. And that is something that definitely needs to be addressed. Yes, I think it's, um, we've come a long way, baby. I think there's been a lot of uh, tremendous change in this uh, particular area, especially the pandemic, again, where everybody's talked about mental health. On the other side, in the world of sports, you have some of the best athletes in the world, like Simone Biles in the past mm-hmm. Summer Olympics, one of the best gymnasts in the world, uh, admitting that uh, she, she had to back off. It was a mental concern. Right. It brought in tremendous attention uh, uh, to that, that field, uh, as it mm-hmm. did in the Winter Olympics with the young skater with the performance enhancing, mm-hmm. uh, drugs. You know, these kinds of pressures on these athletes, again, uh, to try to, um, uh, uh, actually over the years it's caused me, I know there's a lot of cheaters out there, Dr. Foster, but right, over the are. years I've actually changed, changed the name of performance enhancing drugs and I changed it to performance surviving. Because of the the, the, the necessity, I got to mm-hmm. practice, I got to play, I got to take something, uh, right. and then the, then the reliance, over reliance on the medicines. Indeed, indeed, and that's something that um, unfortunately has been with us for a while, and probably will continue in most likelihood. But that's the, that's where we are, you know. Um, yes. Well, that's um, why we're recommending the book. We're so excited that Dr. D. Terrence Forster joined us. Um, give us again the site where people could find Is the book out now, D.T.? The, the book has been out now for a year, um, almost a year, actually, nine months. Okay, it's been doing very well. Give it's us been the in, site. And the, it's uh, Um The book is on Amazon. It's called The Stress Book. If you go there, you'll find it easily. Um, it's been a number one bestseller. And it has won about 17-plus uh, uh, literary awards. It's an excellent book. Um, and that's a Pleasure having you on. We'll have to have you back sometime in the future. 
Dr. D. Terrence Foster, the sports doctor. Everybody, we'll be right back. UK Health Radio, the station that makes you feel good. It used to be hard to find the world's most wonderful alcohol-free drinks. Not anymore. Whether it's a health thing, a lifestyle thing, or you're trying new things, make sure you save yourself from the guessing game of the supermarket shelves and shop with zerozilchzip.co.uk for the world's most carefully curated range of alcohol-free beers, wines, spirits, and more. Health Radio listeners can save 5% with the code HEALTH5. Visit zerozilchzip.co.uk or click our banner on the UK Health Radio website. Discover alcohol freedom with Zero Zilch Zip. Because nothing's better. UK Health Radio, the station that makes you feel good. Hey everybody, Dr. Bob here. LER, Lower Extremity Review Magazine, is celebrating their 10th anniversary. It's been a decade of providing key uh, clinical and practical information about concerns, conditions, and treatment solutions for the lower extremity, both sports and non-sports alike. LER is the only multidisciplinary publication for doctors of all specialties, educators, therapists, and trainers. They inform practitioners on current developments in the diagnosis, treatment, and prevention of lower extremity injuries. LER prides itself on editorial integrity and evidence-based content. Their tagline, collaborative care for better outcomes, says it all. Hey, colleagues, go to lermagazine.com. Here we are. We're back. It's the Sports Doctors In segment where we preview some upcoming shows and guests. We add some uh, Bob Guida wisdom, answer a few emails. Everybody go to my website, sportsdoctorradio.com. If you go over to radio shows, you go back years. International, national, local guests, so many different types of topics within to whatever you would like. If you go over newspaper articles and magazines, uh, so many different articles we took part in in some of the local newspapers and magazines, a lot of recent things we've written, Lower Extremity Review Magazine, uh, MVP, Parent Magazine, and a lot of hoopla on our platforms, both LinkedIn and Twitter, thousands and thousands of followers, lots of good sports medicine information that we continually include on Twitter. If you want to catch up at Sports Doc, D-O-C Radio, we've got some great shows coming up next week. Larry Grogan, Pet Therapy. What's interesting is Larry's incorporated the pet therapy where the pets would go to hospitals, they would visit with uh, people with illnesses, et cetera, into the sports world. The pets meeting with teams, reducing stress, having some fun, interesting uh, uh, topic. Uh, and then we've got um, Australia's surgeon, Dr. Samantha. Um, she's a solopreneur, urology surgeon, 
She talks also about the whole mental aspect of um, preventive uh, holistic medicine. Following week, uh, we're going to be talking with Patricia Stahl. The topic is bullying, that whole huge topic with the kids, schools, those challenges. And then my sports medicine colleague, and on numerous times, uh, Dr. Tony Liazzo will be joining us. Uh, Bob Guida, what do you have to talk about? You know, uh, Bob Guida was a champion of deep, soft tissue vibrational therapy. He would use this G5 chiropractic machine uh, to really, really get deep into tissues when indicated, whether it was for acute injuries where he was stimulating adjacent areas to enhance blood flow and interchange of fluids, or it was particular areas where he was looking to stimulate healing uh, and uh, really, really ended up putting on the map uh, that whole vibrational area of therapy. Many chiropractors, our friend uh, Dr. Jim Stockson incorporates massage therapy aggressively. So many others do. The therapeutic and recovery value of massage and then the deep soft tissue for real uh, enhancing of recovery uh, was another one of the many uh, Bob Guida wisdoms. Emails, where are they? Uh, Perry said, uh, you mentioned often that plantar fascias is one of the number one problems you see. Yes, Perry, it is. The arch and heel is a band of uh, fiber-like tendon that goes from the toes to the heel. It's called a plantar fascia. It's the closest to the skin. It's elastic, and every time you walk, jump, run, push off, land, change direction, you're putting strain on that area. And often, with the propensity of doing too much, being too aggressive, let alone serious sports in many different levels, the plantar fascia is a commonly aggravated area. Many times, foot mechanics are involved in those who have recurrent concerns. Flat-type foot, uh, which usually is collapsing excessively. And on the other extreme, the tight, high-arch foot. Both might be susceptible. Looking at the proper shoe for that individual, looking at strengthening and rehabilitation, and the importance of proper support. The gold program, combining all those things with custom orthotics, especially if the problem is persistent. Uh, plantar fasciitis, in a certain percentage of cases, can be a real nightmare very recurrent injections, rest, orthotics, even sometimes a surgical concern. So we tell people, if that's the concern, look at it and pay attention. See podiatry. Get it evaluated. You want to stay ahead of that. Vicky says my 14-year-old daughter is a serious figure skater. She does double jumps. She's working on triples. She's had problems on and off for about two or three years with these bumps on the back of the heels. You know, Vicky, it's a common area of irritation in the world of figure skating. You lock that foot in a boot. Any kind of motion can rub. Uh, there is a medical condition called Haglund's, which is an actual excessive size of the back of the heel bone. Uh, but many times, it's soft tissue related because of motion. A couple of things you want to pay big attention to. Make sure the bootmaker punches out the back of that area and took, take a serious look at orthotics. I've been putting orthotics in figure skates for decades for this exact problem. And you know what's an exciting part of it? 
Orthotics help everything in figure skating. Balance, stability, speed, landing, power. So the same orthotic we're using to try to calm an area down that's getting irritated, like those bumps, uh, is, is often the same orthotic. You make a big difference in, in uh, all aspects of her uh, skating. Rarely is it a surgical problem. It is something you want to pay attention to. Sometimes we'll use some uh, uh, additional padding also in that particular area. Uh, Tony says, my 13-year-old son, the twins, they play soccer. They love that sand dune stepper. You know, Tony, I'm a big fan of the sand dune. I've had it, uh, uh, its creator, Matt Dahl, on the radio numerous times. Uh, he's a supporter of the sports doctor. The sand dune stepper is a exercise apparatus that simulates the sand. It's a super high-tech foam uh, that allows all the muscles and tendons, gripping power, the toes and feet, like you're on the beach. Tremendous new kinds of exercise uh, with a rebound effect that is even enhancing what the, uh, the beach does. So when we're talking about strengthening all areas of the feet, the sand dune incorporates a... a uh, uh, necessity of balance and stability originally used it still is for parkinson's uh, balance disability patients to the best athletes in the world looking to really fine-tune and strengthen all these areas the late bob guide used to say i want my athletes to have uh train their feet like von Clyburn's hands he was a famous pianist for those who don't remember and the sand dune really simulates that. If you go to Sand Dune Stepper um, on Instagram, you'll see all sorts of different things that are done at all ages. We're out of time. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, PBS. This is Sports Doctor. See you next week.